The next day, John saith Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Within a very few days, we will have come to the end of our Advent journey. We've been spending the last weeks reflecting on and preparing for the promised second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that this holy season has been just that, a time for deep reflection and a time for each of us to renew our faith in the promise of our Lord to come again as our almighty King and Judge. Today's Gospel seems to mark a turning point as we prepare in a few days to adore the mystery, the mystery of the Word made flesh for us. We read of the powerful testimony of St. John the Baptist to the one who would come after him, to the one who is the precious Lamb of God, to the one who would take away the sin of the world. Here in John's declaration, we are helped to understand the true significance of the self-giving of God that we see so powerfully shown as we kneel in adoration before the Christmas crib. John reminds us that this divine infant whom we will worship and welcome on Christmas Eve is the one who will be the world's redeemer. As Advent has been a time of reflection on the second coming of our Lord, so we are called today here to prepare our hearts to adore the mystery of love in the first coming of our blessed Lord when he came in the poverty and humility of the stable of Bethlehem. St. John the Baptist was called to proclaim a message of preparation and anticipation. And so for us as Christian believers today, we are called to prepare our hearts and our minds to receive anew the one who comes down from heaven as the spotless Lamb of God. We rejoice as we realize that he came to this earth for us in our need and that each one of us, dear friends, have a place in his merciful and loving heart. Knowing this, surely each of us is called to make straight the way of the Lord in our own hearts and in our own souls and to approach this upcoming Christmas season with love and with longing. But dear friends, what should we long for 
this Christmas. What should we be seeking from the Lord? And how can we prepare ourselves to receive so great a guest as he seeks entrance into our souls? In a word, we need to seek life, a new life, a life that is born of eternal things. We need to long for truth and hope to be established in our hearts and in our world. If we do this, if we are willing to leave all of our fears and false hopes for love of him, then we can know his love. Each of us can know his love in a most intimate and powerful way. We will experience, dear friends, that divine peace that passes all understanding. This inner peace that doesn't depend upon everything going right, but comes from a loving trust in the one who promises to hold us close to himself forever, come what may. As we look around us, and more especially when we look within ourselves, we discover so much that would obscure our joy at this fast approaching Christmas season. We see a world in turmoil, disease and political unrest. We see a culture that is feeling all of the stresses of the quote, new normal, unquote, and we fear that we are being swallowed up in a sea of secularism and self-gratification. The picture, sadly, is no brighter when we examine our own hearts. Fear, regret, sadness, and wills that are centered so often upon anything but the holy and perfect will of God. Yes. It is so easy to be beguiled by these things. And yet, there is one. There is one and only one that can speak a word of healing and forgiveness to us and to our world. It is the one that St. John the Baptist witnessed to, and for whose sake he suffered a martyr's death. The Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal second person of the Holy Trinity, the Holy Lamb of God, love incarnate. If we will keep our eyes on, fixed on him, then all of the changes and chances of this life will not only become bearable, but we will begin to rejoice in the certain knowledge that our dearest Lord will make even the worst of times, even the worst of times, an occasion for us to discover the joy, the joy of allowing him to have full control in our lives. We will experience, dear friends, the grace of walking solely by faith and trust so that the bitterness of our life becomes sweetened sweetened by the blessed influence of the Lamb of God, the Lamb of God 
that taketh away the sin of the world. As we come near to the end of this Advent, and as we look ahead to the tenderness and peace and light of Christmas, we need to be willing to stop, to stop and to meditate deeply upon the gift that the Father of Lights has given to us in his Son. But if we allow the pressures and worldly expectations of this time of year to overwhelm us, then we run the risk of our hearts having no place in which the Lord Jesus might dwell. So it is so important that we prayerfully resolve this day and for the rest of our lives to offer all that we have and all that we are to him. To ask him to make us into his blessed and merciful image. To seek first the kingdom of God in all that we think and do. And the good news for us, dear friends, is that he stands ready. He stands ready to respond to us in our intention to love him and please him. He will stoop down to us in our desire for his will and fill us with light and blessing and grace and assurance and peace. The collect for this Sunday asks our Lord to raise up his power, to raise up his power and come among us. These words give us the key to the new life that we seek this Christmas time. None of us can advance along this path of holiness by our own strength. Rather, we need our Lord to come to us in his power and in his pity and to provide for us, to nurture us, to succor us. We need to admit our weakness and learn to rely on his ability to support and guide us as we seek his will for our lives. He is the blessed one, dear friends, the one who has humbled himself for us at his birth and who has promised to return in glory as our king and our judge. This morning's epistle, St. Paul reminds us of an important truth that can change everything for us. It is the simple truth that the Lord is at hand. We know this to be true of his second coming in glory at the last day, but it is also true for each and every one of us here today. Christmas will be a time for each of us to be reminded that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is really and truly with us in all of our struggles and challenges, in our joys and in our sadness. There is not a moment in our lives as Christian believers that Christ is not standing close to us, waiting for us, waiting for us to seek his grace in humility of heart and in true repentance of life. God Almighty has come down from heaven to minister to us 
in all of our needs and in every circumstance and situation. Here is the truly blessed message of the nature and the cross that God has loved us before we loved him, that his merciful eyes are fixed on us, each one of us, as his dear children, and that our God comes to save and heal all who will come to him in penitence and who will embrace the holy and life-giving cross that he sends us. As Christian people, we have so much, dear friends, to be grateful for, so much reason to rejoice, so many blessings showered upon us. May each of us spend these last days of Advent asking our blessed Lord to give us hearts that will truly seek him this Christmas. May we desire to have no greater longing than to live more closely in a communion of love with Jesus. Let us have the holy name of Jesus on our lips and in our hearts. And may we all seek to follow him and to love him and to trust him more and more until the day that he calls us to himself in paradise. May it be so for each one of us, for our parish, for our church, for our country, and for the world. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. Amen.